When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What it do? My name's LT. I got a little dance for y'all. It's real easy to do. All you gotta do is glide with it. Oh, here we go. Come on. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. New theme Thursday, and the theme of this Thursday is actually about the Pro Bowl, but specifically to lead us there, my man Patrick playing songs from former or current NFL players who decide to dabble in the music industry. Who we? Hold on, hold on let me try to guess. Oh, this is... Oh. This is the Bears? No. No. This is LaDainian Tomlinson. The LT slide. Wow. Okay. I was off on that one. Yeah. He's, he's 254, but I don't know if I'm going to represent him on this one. <laughs> Two, yeah. <laughs> Are you like 255, And this was a bit of something, like a bit that you played in the stadium or something? Is I don't know was? what it was. Like a touchdown dance I have no thing? idea what it was. It okay. was a thing I found on YouTube. Wow. Of him dancing and doing the LT slide. I'm sure LT wishes he could scrub that from yeah. YouTube if Get you could. Get that one out of LT there, man. LT slide. Oh, there you go. Uh, give it to Patrick because he had to go down a rabbit hole to find that kind of stuff. Uh, all right. You can always, uh, actually, you can't hit us on the Specs text. I don't know why I was about to give you that because it hadn't worked all day. But the Twitterverse always works. It does not sleep. Hit us up via Twitter. Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. My man Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. And I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. You can hit me up as well. Uh, all right, we're getting to the Texans here. Uh, I didn't get into the conversation earlier about the Bears, but the Bears have made a decision about their number one overall pick reportedly that will affect the Texans. So we'll get into that conversation coming up here uh, in just a second. All right, let's start, though, talking about the OCDC candidates for the Texans. I've been doing some research about these OC candidates, and I, I do. First of all, I love your suggestion, Harge, uh, about reaching out to Eric Bieniemy, but I haven't heard anything about that. And right. I wonder if that position will probably be, even be filled before they even have you know a chance to interview an Eric Bieniemy, who, of course, is still uh, in the postseason and getting ready for the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. and because he is contracted – that they can't really talk to him to go lateral. Yeah, you got to give him an upgrade. So, well, you do, but he is a free agent. He is a one-year contract guy. So, as soon as the season's over, then he clears out his locker and he is now able to go interview and do whatever he wants. Very true. But you have to wait until that if you're going to make that decision. Yeah, and Patrick brings up a good point. Sometimes it's just logistics and it is just, you know, into details. Uh, But you, you cannot make a sideways move under contract in the NFL, you have to be interviewing for a promotion of some kind. Right. So Usually that can just be entitled, though. It can be, if you are an offensive coordinator somewhere, they can offer you OC and assistant head coach. Yep. You can yep. be yep. coordinator somewhere, offer you a coordinator and, you know, pass, game, uh, you know, specialist, whatever yep. it is. Yep. But as long as it's a bump up in a promotion. And bump that's up. what we saw with Kellen Moore, that Kellen Moore couldn't go to the Chargers until the Cowboys agreed to part ways with him. And then he could go interview and go be with the Chargers. 
Yeah, yeah. If the team like agrees to it, then it's yeah, all good. But, but that was a, they had don't. to sit down with yeah. him and say, we're mutually parting ways. Yep. He couldn't just say, oh, I'm going to go to the chart. I'm going to go do it yep. myself. Great point. Yep. Um, okay, uh, Texans interviewing offensive coordinator uh, candidates. And right now it looks like Nick Cayley, uh, the tight ends coach from the Patriots, is the latest candidate being uh, interviewed or being considered for the Texans OC job. He was with Nick Casario in New England from 2015 to 2020. They were together there some familiarity and there's i read a couple of articles um from some of the uh, patriots insiders who talked about nick cayley being upset not being happy with the way that bill belichick wanted to delegate the responsibilities for the offense remember that was joe judge was a quarterback bl- it was coach blatant disrespect man. It, that's what he based that yeah. essentially they're saying he thought that was disrespectful to him because he's Absolutely. an offensive guy thought he was going to get that job as coordinator he did not so that's why nick cayley may be looking for other positions and he was not with the staff at the senior bowl Mm. And that people are like, oh, man, something might be going on there. Yeah. So uh, he's being considered. Also, Troy Walters brought this up yesterday. Uh, the wide receiver coach for Cincinnati being considered as well for the offensive coordinator position for the Texans. And Bobby Slowick right now, passing game coordinator for the 49ers, looks to be the front runner. Uh, I totally get why he's the front runner. I think that uh, D'Amico Ryan wants to pair up his uh, defensive system with the same system that's enjoyed so much success over the last couple of years uh, with their uh, with the Shan- with Shanahan and his zone blocking scheme. So I think he just wants to try to replicate that as as close as he can to that 49er model in Houston. And Bobby Sloak would be the best chance to do that. Also like his resume because he was a defensive uh, assistant with the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Also worked with Pro Football Focus for a couple of years in between NFL jobs. First Knows of all, tendencies of a lot of teams. Yeah. He's big big into analytics, obviously, yep, and yep. he's very progressive. But what I love about the coach who has coached at elite levels, college or pro, on in, in more than one phase of the game, I've talked about this before, I call it my Bill of Checking Theory, most coaches at the elite levels, they only coach one phase of the game. I think it's actually absurd. Uh, Bill Belichick has famously uh, allowed his coaches, which I think <laughs> almost blew up in his face. Yeah. Backfired. Uh, yeah, his, his, his hubris <laughs> blew up in his face. But he famously would always tell his coaches to go into, and his players too as well, to go into offensive and defensive meetings, the opposite uh, uh, side of the ball that you play on, and learn their tendencies and learn why and how they're trying to attack you. It'll make you just a better football player because your football IQ will increase exponentially. Bill Belichick famously one of the only coaches in the NFL that's coached all three phases, offense, defense, and mm-hmm. special teams at the NFL level. I think it's giving him more knowledge, more well-rounded knowledge about how to build a roster top-down and bottom-up and how to solve problems as a coach. And I think the other coaches, like John Harbaugh's in this conversation. He's in the Belichickian theory. Yep. Uh, uh, also, Mike Tomlin is in the conversation to be a, a Belichickian theory type coach who's coached in more, more than one phase of the game. And that's what I like about Bobby Slowick's resume is that he does have that well-rounded knowledge of just more than one phase and more than one uh, side of the ball being your expertise. And that's a good thing, too, that they already have chemistry together. They work together. They've seen each other in the in the hallways. And like you said, going into other parts of the game and, and learning a little bit of each level of it, that's huge, especially if you're trying to expand and, mm-hmm. and get caught up with the new way of thinking in the NFL. That's one of the things I was saying about um, Mike McCarthy and his thought process. Hey, listen, man, you don't have to be – the smartest guy in the room, you might be able to take some of these young, innovative ways mm-hmm. from the new minds as opposed to your olden time. Because you don't have 12 over there 
to call plays for. You got a different type of quarterback in Dak Prescott. You need to make sure that you're prepared for that. But back to the Texans, I believe that this is going to be a good move for uh, the Texans and D'Amico Ryan as well. Yeah, I'm just excited because, and like I said before, D'Amico Ryan, who was one of the hottest you know, candidates out there for yep. any head coaching vacancy. We know now from some of the reports, Denver made a, a push to go get D'Amico Ryan. He was, based on the Ian Rappaport report, he was their top guy. They made multiple pushes to get him, and he essentially just told them that he was focused on the Texans, and mm-hmm. that was his dream job. Wow. Uh, he he reiterated that today when he yep. was uh, introduced to the public in their introductory press conference for the team, and I think that means a lot. Now, I'm not saying it means you're going to have success with D'Amico Ryan. I'm not sure about that. Nobody can really predict that. Um, but I, what I will say is that for a fandom help that they're dealing with a ton of a disappointment and frustration to have a coach who essentially chose you um, and chose mm-hmm. your organization because he wants to be there. You settled on David Cully. You settled on Lovey Smith because the world on the street was nobody wanted that job. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to come work for the dysfunctional fuster cluck of a dumpster fire that the Texans were at the mm-hmm. time with Easterby and coming off the Deshaun Watson stuff. But now you got a you know a young, up-and-coming, fast-rising superstar in the coaching ranks saying, no, 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 I want to be in Houston. Yep. That's where I want to be. That's my dream job. That's, That's where me, I cut my teeth. Yeah, that, that yeah. I, there's, a, there's a certain level of pride I think Texans fans can take in that. And that also, you know, that's a win for you. Yes. You were able to. He wanted to come he there. He wanted to come there. And you yeah. you may have won this round of this coaching carousel potentially. So I like it's simple and it's small, but we got to like this. After embracing the suck for so long, <laughs> we got to take the small wins, Texans fans. Small wins, man. I think that's a bigger dub. It ain't no small win. That's a huge win. And you're right, man. I mean, I know for a fact that the people that I know that live in H-Town are like Patrick. They're like, okay, I see what we're trying to do now. Mm -hmm. Let's go back and try to support this team. They're not sprinting back to get their season tickets, but they will be around and try to support him as much as they can. But this is a big opportunity for Cal McNair, too. Mm -hmm. This is a huge opportunity. Don't mess this up. Again, what he needs is... You get for him. If you want to be the big dogs and want to get back into the fight because the AFC South, you got a chance there. Yeah, you do. You man. still have an opportunity mm-hmm. to get back into the mix. So this is your time. Open the open the door for him. Open the gates. Let him go get whatever he needs to be better and don't screw up the draft pick. Uh, the, the draft is going to be big. But I will the draft say, overall don't screw up the OC. No yep. screw up the draft pick. Nick yep. Cancer has done a really good job in the draft, though. I yep. think he's done a yep. pretty good he job has. considering the, the circumstances, but he's got to nail this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Patrick mentioned, he's got to nail the OC. The OC is going to be crucial because, like I said, anticipate success and plan accordingly. If you anticipate your offensive coordinator is going to come in and be able to develop your quarterback and do really, really well there, mm-hmm. and you're going to have success early, your staff, just like my man Shano and Kyle Shanahan, just like Sean McVay too, you will be raided. Your staff yep. will be poached, and you must assume and anticipate that, and then you already should have a, a plan B, a contingency plan ready to go. So stock your staff yep. with potential coordinators. Don't waste a spot on the guys like oh, Or potential head coaches. Or potential head coaches, whatever yep. it may be. Yep. Stock with guys who want to who rise up the coaching ranks, yep. and I know there's a gift and a curse. You're going to lose those guys, but if you don't have those guys, you're going to be SO well when they inevitably leave yep. and you're going to have to replace them with somebody who's not ready and capable uh, of, of uh, executing the job so I just make sure you and 
assume that your coordinator, whoever they are, are going to be gone in three years. Yep. And already have your eye on, well, I got two or three other guys on the staff that I would be comfortable, uh, you know, mentoring into that position because that's what Shano does. That's what Bill Belichick has done for years, and that's what Saban does at the college level. Yep. That's what Sean McVay does. You have to do that because if you're successful, everybody's going to want to uh, copy that blueprint. Yeah, that's what it's all about. You want to see your guys flourish. You want to see your guys grow. And you said it. Shano's looking at it now. He's become Sean McVay. He's, mm-hmm. People on his staff are getting plucked quicker than t- Sean, uh, Sean McVay's staff is nowadays. So that's a that's a big coup for him as well. Now you got to continue to flow. I also wonder if he's going to call the defensive plays. That's another question. I, I, I guess when I go back and listen to the introductory press conference, I'll see if they ask that question. Yeah. Uh, but I would like to know if he's going to call the plays. Uh, he, he, he brought in uh, for an interview the, the past game – uh, specialist, I believe is his title, and secondary coach for the 49ers, Corey Unlin. Um, mm-hmm. He brought him in for an interview, um, so that could be a possibility. Joe Woods is another name I've heard. Joe Woods was the past game secondary coach uh, with the uh, with the Browns, and he also was with the 49ers, I believe, in 2019, so there's some familiarity there. Um, O-line coaches, it concerns me a little bit, too, for the – for the Texans, I wonder if they can ask Mike Munchak to come back. Ooh. What's Mike Munchak doing? That's a great question. Right? Mike Munchak is a oh. beast when it comes to the offensive line. And you know he's got roots. Oh, yeah. The, like the Titans and the Tech. Man, what is Mike, Mike bringing? Because I know he was coaching a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if he retired. Man, here I am talking about what Mike McCarthy doing. Bring back Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. A lot of Mike's around here, man. He hired a Mike. He exactly. hired Mike Solaris exactly. as his offensive line coach. That's right. He was last coaching the Broncos. Oh, Broncos had a And they parted ways with him on February 2nd, 2022. Whoa, so, oh, so he's perfect. for a year then. So no, he's been out for now. a year now. That's perfect now. He's got rest. You should, you should he's make already him tell, seen it. Make him tell you no. Yeah. Make Mike Monchak tell you no for the O-line coach. I, I, I like it. Yeah, I would make him tell me no. Maybe he wants to be retired. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't done any research. But his name came up because I was thinking. I mean, he's like, only sixty-two. Yeah, I know. He, he was coaching. I mean, that's he what I'm He's only sixty. So I mean, like, yes, you can retire at sixty-two when you have the amount of experience and years he has in the game. But most coaches don't retire at sixty-two. Mm-hmm. Most coaches still like to be involved until like sixty-five, seventy at least. And you know what? Getting back to Harge's point, because that's a good point, Patrick. If he is on the verge and he's not really close, say we'll make it the highest paid O-line coach in the game. Yep. Make it the highest paid O-line coach Let's in the game. Let's make this work. My owner said we'll do it, and and you, I only need two, three years from you. I need, I need, to, I need you to help me build the foundation. I will find me another year. And matter of fact, I need you to help me find the next O-line coach because you're, you're yeah. good at identifying guys who know O-line work. So you help me pick out my next O-line coach. And you help me build this thing for two or three years. I'll make you the highest paid O-line coach in the game, mm-hmm. and then I'll let you go. Deal? That's fair, right? That's I, fair. That's what that'll be my offer. Like yeah. seriously, man, that help me build this thing because I've I've heard from so many coaches out there that offensive line development, offensive line coaching, is one of the toughest, uh, one of the toughest jobs out there. And most good O line coaches are they are far and few between. And right. you've invest- not a lot of good ones out there. And you invested so many draft picks in this O line. Right, you did. You got, right. you got three. Right, well, you, got three, you got four first round picks invested in it now because you got well, Kenyon. You had you had three first for, for Laramie Tunsil, right? Yep. So that's three on your left tackle, and then you got Ty, so five because Titus Howard, Titus one, Howard, and, and Kenyon. So Green. you have five first round picks. I believe you have a second on there as well. So that is how much is invested in your 
if you're investing that many picks into an O line, you, you might as well get a real good O line. Yes, coach. that's a great point. Yep. Yeah, and you know what? That's a great point. Then you can sell Cal McNair and say, "Listen, man, this is our strength. Yes, we're gonna get a young quarterback. We want to protect the most valuable piece, our franchise, a commodity for the franchise." And to Patrick's point, just say, "Man, we've already, we're already invested. And we're five draft picks, draft five first rounders in." And look, and look at our running game. We could be uh, really good. That's really good. Damian right. Pierce now. Yes. Yeah. No, it is. And it's, he did it on a banged up offensive line this past year. And go draft Rojo in the fourth hey, round. And, Man, and. We're trying to give Rojo to them. Rojo's going to go to a Texas team. Okay, that's, that's, what it, do with that's right. Boy, the Cowboys I'm talking about I want him at the Cowboys. Well, I don't want okay. him at your Texas. Hey, that's and, fine. That's fine. And, <laughs> the easiest pitch. Hey, man, we're about to draft the number one overall pick, and that's supposed to be our franchise for the next however many years. Yeah. I want to protect him, yep. especially if we get a guy like Bryce Young, yep. who may be a little bit smaller. Fragile. Yep. Yeah, fragile. We might want to go get him. There are yeah. two, two things to protect a young quarterback with, running game and O-line. There it is. I mean, just yep. And then just laugh at Joe Burrow and be like, ah, don't you wish he was here. <laughs> <laughs> Look how comfortable I am in the pocket, Joe. <laughs> Look how warm it is Moving in pocket, Moving around Joe. with ease. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I like that, man. I, I'm excited about Texans football. This is weird. I know. <laughs> it's been but, a while. It's been yeah. a long, Look, long Patrick's time. already got, got a game. Game plan for Patrick, Patrick. You sound like you back. Boy. Patrick's coming back after the draft. I'm gonna predict that Patrick will come oh, back I, after this the draft. Is, this is what I'm worried Guaranteed. about. I'm really worried they're gonna hire like four people from the Patriots, and then <laughs> they're just gonna and then they're gonna like not take the number one pick, and then have to be like, no, we really wanted CJ Stroud. Like we really wanted him. We're like, no, you didn't. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. This is the well, we should bring up this story before we uh, move on to the next segment. So Albert Breer is reporting that the Chicago Bears have decided Justin Fields is worth exploring as a franchise quarterback. Absolutely. That basically they're not going to give up on I've been saying that from the very beginning because what playing field did he have? He had zero chance and he had you in every single ball game. He gave you opportunities to win and you gave him nothing. Nothing. Like nothing. They trade for was it Chase Claypool? Who they trade? And what did he do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. So you did. You got a dude out there with a line that is so suspect that he has to run for almost a uh, NFL record for a quarterback. Yeah, you're right. He did that, second, that second you, all time. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So you're gonna tell me? I don't know if he has it. Nobody would have had it behind that. There would have It would have been a lot worse if he didn't play the way that he played. Agreed. So why would you move on from a guy that you didn't even give a chance for, to and you got him as a first-round pick? Made zero sense to make a move that fast. And you're the Bears. The Bears, you have had the, the toughest time finding franchise quarterbacks in your franchise's history, even when you were good during the Ditka years. Exactly. You still had mediocre quarterback play from what, Jim McMahon? Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. Kiss the they weren't elite quarterbacks. Right, that's what I'm saying. So the worst thing that could happen possibly to the Bears is they trade Mike Tomczak. Exactly. <laughs> you went to the Super Bowl right. with, who was it? Rex, Rex Grossman. Exactly. Rex Grossman. Uh, who might have been the, honestly, I think I saw a quarterback ranking of all the quarterbacks to start a Super Bowl, and I think they had Rex Grossman as the, the worst 
ranked quarterback or rated quarterback. Former of, te- former Texan. Of any quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> figures. Um, but no, no, to that point, I think you're totally right, Harge. You definitely got to see what you have in Justin Fields. He, I, I think that he showed enough promise. For sure. Behind some me- a mediocre offensive line play and with mediocre weapons around him that he he can make magic happen. That right. he actually is a guy that not only can move the chains, he can change the game for you. So they're going to explore that, and I'm, I'm glad they're doing that, by the way. That's smart by the Bears, because if you trade him away and he goes somewhere and becomes a star. He would be. And then you still can't find your franchise quarterback. He, he is a fired. star. He everybody is a fired. star. I believe he is yeah. a star. We're going to fire every damn body if that's the case. So you haven't had a franchise quarterback. This guy might be it for you. Um, but that means they're not going to use the number one overall pick on a QB. Mm-hmm. And Albert Breer is reporting they are looking to trade and make a deal with the number one overall pick. And the Texans better be willing to make that deal. I know it sounds silly just to move one spot up. First but you don't you want a chance, though. You want a chance there, right? You can't take that chance. Yeah. If you got a guy who you got Bryce Young, or I don't give a damn who it is. I'm a Bryce Young guy, but I don't, I'm not mad. I mean, C.J. Stroud would work perfectly fine. Yep, he would. But if you got C.J. Stroud ranked higher or say you got, say he's a defensive player worked hard, I, ranked higher. I'm not sure who it is. But you don't want anything getting in your way, any outside factors affecting your and, ability to make that pick. And the biggest rumor is number four is Indianapolis Colts, and they want that number one pick. And they're going to be coming. So your guy who you don't get is now going to be playing you twice a year. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You're right. Do you really want to play against that guy you didn't get? And if he's a if he's a pro bowler and he's a star that's and good. he beats you twice a year, yeah. And you're gonna go, oh man, guess we shouldn't have fired Lovey Smith before the game, should we? <laughs> yeah. Hey man, maybe we should have offered. Maybe we have bumped up that trade offer. What's that? Is that you? You guys watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, you watch Breaking Bad. Yep. You know the the gif of the <laughs> of the kid in Breaking Bad is like you can't keep doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that about the Colts getting the number one overall pick and getting a franchise quarterback. And it could happen. And I was like, you're gonna do it again? Yeah. Get the Peyton Manning and the Andrew Luck. Like, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> get a Why? number one overall pick. Exactly. <laughs> like how? How is it gonna <laughs> yeah. happen again? Yeah. Don't let it happen, Texans. Get the number one overall pick. I think it'll cost them. They'll have to change. They'll exchange first round picks with them, so they'll you know drop one spot and you'll rise one spot and you'll probably have to give up one of your second round picks or something like that. Probably a second and maybe another middle and round what pick. The funny part is, I bet the Bears can trade from one to two, right? Mm-hmm. And then trade two to four. They could there's they a decent have. enough chance they could That's parlay yeah, one, yeah. get some extra with that, and then take two and get some extra with that. You're right. And they'll move down three picks, pick whoever they wanted really in the first place because there'll only be one team not drafting a quarterback there. Correct. Who, number three may draft a quarterback anyway. If someone freaks out and really wants Will Levis, Will Levis yeah. Yeah. then you go, hey, man, we're still getting the number one defender, number two defender in the draft. And look how much we got for it. I think yeah. That, yeah. that's the that's the best play right there. That's a hell if of a I'm play. them. That's a great. That, that's That'll what they be the first do. call I make. I called Houston. My second call will be Indianapolis. Oh, my first call is Indian. Then I call Houston and go. This is what they offered. Yeah. You want to beat that? Yeah. Yeah, because Houston's got more draft capital. Yeah. So you want to go to Houston last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're oh, like, "What you got?" Yeah, we're like, "Hey, man, they're offering a first and a second. You got, you can beat that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Texas, the Texans can beat it now. They got 
two first-rounders next year, two first-rounders this yeah. year. They got a ton of draft capital, man, which is also a good thing for my man D'Amico Ryans. All right, we come back. We'll talk pro football focus. They actually uh, rank the top 10 players returning in college football at the wide receiver position and at the tight end position, and they showed some love to the Longhorns. We'll okay. discuss that when we come back right here on Ball Don't Lie, 1049. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm a target, so they point, aim, close, range, point, aim, Wow. All right, new theme Thursday. It's about the Pro Bowl, but my man Patrick is um, using songs that were performed by former or current NFL players to showcase the Pro Bowl as our new theme for New Theme Thursday. All right, Harge. I'm trying to figure out. I hope he didn't do this to us, but this better not be AB. It is not AB. Oh, that was a great guess. Yeah, I'm like, it was a good guess. It was a good guess, but it's not AB. I can tell you. Oh, I got a guess. I got a guess. Le'Veon Bell. It is Le'Veon Bell. Yes. Okay. Is yeah. a former teammate of AB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. not. It is Le'Veon Bell. Because I know he's been, yeah, he's got like a couple of albums actually. Yeah, he's yeah. big into it. Does he even play football anymore? I do not believe so. I think he's just he's just an artist now. Yeah, he's just, you know. Just rapping now, huh? Him and, uh, him and uh, you heard Keelan Robinson stuff? He's, a, he's, a, yeah, he's like yeah. rapping. I know where Keelan, perfor- not performs, where records. he records at. Really? I, I know the people that work with Keelan and they 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 think he got bars. He's not, he's not bad. Right. He, right. no, he's, I know, I've heard his music. It's not bad. Like, right. you want to make fun of it, and you go, like, it's not bad. No, it's not. Yeah. No, he's it's, got some talent. It's not my boy Dajay, though. If you're not looking <laughs> the for dealer. the dealer, you Look know what i I got to represent, the, <laughs> hey, represent <laughs> Flugerville, baby. Hey, I can tell you right now, and I don't know where they are. Somewhere it exists. There are amateur rap freestyles. From basically Texas football teams that existed from like 2000 to like 2007 or 8. And I know you were part of that. You know, you we all were. I know you v- had your lyrics. Oh, there's some VY freestyles. It, you know what? Maybe tomorrow we can play VY freestyles. He used to go on the radio in H-Town and freestyle. Like on, on the radio in H-Town, and he would just freestyle. Come on, It right. was awesome. People loved VY. He would go in there and just they would give him a beat and go, oh, yeah, here we go. He would just start freestyling. It was awesome. Was no. it about the Cheesecake Factory? Maybe. See, it, was, <laughs> it was a lot, a lot of stuff. It was awesome. I remember it, too. But on the team, we had our – it was kind of a makeshift studio. Who was the and, coldest? And who, uh, had, who, had, who had the lyrics? Honestly, there are a lot of guys. Because you know we're doing it in baseball, too. No, nah, there are a lot of guys who could go. I, I ain't going to really call out one guy for being better than another because, honestly, there are a lot of guys who had some nice flows. They really did. They were, they were legit. Yeah. Um, but my man Montreal Flowers of the Wood, he was doing the beats. Uh, and Courtney was doing the beats. So they came with some some really funny songs too. That was okay. I shouldn't even be telling this. I'm gonna say it anyway. So because nobody's listening. Like, so <laughs> so that and was, they will tomorrow when they yes, get the podcast. So one guy on the team, him and his girlfriend broke up or something. They got into an argument, and apparently she told him that she needed a man 
Who needs a man who was like nine inches or something like that? Oh, that was something. I swear, this was like, and they made a song that <laughs> they made a song that you'll take this six inches and like it. <laughs> 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 that was the song. That was the song. It was the funniest. Uh, we laughed. We played in the locker room and laughed about it for an entire season. Yeah. Because apparently that's what she told what to do when he broke up. He's like, what? And he made a song about it. My son, it was like a Taylor Swift style song. <laughs> my son got suspended in high school because they made a CD. And it wasn't because of the lyrics because the lyrics were very they were raunchy. PG- they oh, they weren't right? even PG-13. Oh, no. They were triple X. Oh, no. Yeah. But the reason why they ended up getting suspended is oh, because no. they were trying to sell them on school grounds. <laughs> <laughs> How, how much money? Balls do ball them. You so, know the whole school was gonna be representing <laughs> for their boy. So, I was like, what? What? Excuse me. What happened? They were trying to. I'm like, how much? entrepreneurs, man. They we trying to teach these kids. He said, sir, he was selling explicit lyric content on school grounds. I'm sorry. <laughs> He is suspended. <laughs> Can I ask you how much he was trying to sell it for? I, it wasn't even him originally. It was his partners that was on the CD with him. They were the ones that were in it because he was on it. They were trying to sell him for $10 a, a CD, man. That's they, they were that's trying expensive. to get it. Yeah, that's, oh, a lot for, that's a lot for a bootleg CD. Hey, man. Hey. I, are you I, part of the crew or are you trying to be down? I, I will tell you. So I, I knew a guy who was coming in. <laughs> And he was trying to record with some friends of mine. And he's like, man, I need to get a new record out. People have too many of my records. Like, they have too many of your records? He's like, what does that mean? (laughs) And then what we found out was uh, you could buy the regular record or the deluxe. And the deluxe had a rock in it. So (laughs) some people had too many of his CDs. Oh, man, that's like, uh, do you guys watch uh, Black Black Mafia Family on uh, Star Wars? I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. Oh, BMF. BMF, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BMF, I haven't seen yes. it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do stuff like that yeah. on BMF. That's yeah. like that, that. Dude, and yeah. I'm just like, dude, there's somebody's house with 50 of these CDs. Because <laughs> 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 they wanted the deluxe. They wanted yeah. the deluxe version. Wow. Speaking of, you need to check out, I don't know if you have seen it yet, you need to check out You People. I watched it. What'd you think? I watched it. Um... It was funny. I will say that Lauren London, mm-hmm. she's changed. I don't know. She just it, it didn't do it for me. She didn't not like it used to. Yeah, yeah. It was something. She's changed. There's something. That's a spark missing. Th- things have happened in her you, life. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as an actress, yeah, uh, yeah. She, I was. She wasn't yeah. believable for me, really, as an actress. That's fair. She wasn't believable. I thought everybody else did a damn good job. I thought Eddie was good. Eddie was good. My favorite part Johnny was, Hill was good. Uh, my favorite part was when Mike Epps showed up. Mike Epps was good. Yeah, with the uncle was, or yeah, whatever. Because he was simple. With no, I like. Yeah. I thought Julia Louis Dreyfus was fantastic. She was. She was something else. She was good too. Yeah. I, I think. I think. I think that that movie because we've seen that movie remade like four or five mm-hmm. times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, guess who's coming to dinner? I think uh, Ashton Kutcher did it once with Bernie Mac. I yep. forgot what, they, what the name of that one was. Yep. Um, the, the 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 woman like the the female star in the movie or whatever um it's got to be the it's got to be the right casting yeah i don't know if she was that's fair i don't know if she was the right casting that's fair for it that's all yeah i i, I, I can see that i can see that they could have done better with the the female casting in okay. my opinion all right yeah that's all yeah, but it's it's worth seeing. Yeah, I love me some I laughed out la la look good la la look good oh la la look good la la's yeah. in bmf yeah la la's in, in everything yeah. right and if you go back and you look at 
this crew and that crew and this. I watched yeah. Tulsa King. I caught up on all of Tulsa King. I got. I just got my pair. I just stole somebody's Paramount password, so I'm gonna start watching it. All, outstanding. Okay, we might watch. Outstanding. I might watch it tonight. I watched all that. And I caught up on Apple. Uh, Apple Abbott. Have you? Oh, good. I Have you started watching? You got Paramount now. Have you started watching The Mayor of Kingston? No, but I, but the one that we are gonna it's watch good. next is Your Honor. Because yes, you were talking about it, you were saying it. Oh, the and first this season is, two, right? It's season two, and the first yep. season is intense. Okay, it, you'll love it. Yep, you'll you'll like all your in honor. on that. Yeah, Brian Cranston's legit. Yeah. All right, I was gonna talk about pro football focusing, but you know what? We'll do it tomorrow. We got sidetracked. Yeah, <laughs> we got plenty to <laughs> talk about tomorrow, and we actually want people to hear us. Uh, that is true. <laughs> That's right. Hey, they don't know it's cold in here. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to, it's hard to concentrate. <laughs> hey, my here. man Robert Legri is listening because I got a text from El Presidente. So That's I appreciate right. somebody out there's listening. All right, we come back. We're gonna wrap it up. Put it in the oven right here on Ball. Don't lie. Wonderful none. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's good. That Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie. Getting ready to wrap this thing up and put it in the oven. Before we do, and before we let you know what's on tap, if you miss any part of the show, please go to hornetmanfilm.com. You can catch up with him on the podcast page. We just found out something new about Harsh. We was talking in the break, talking about Tulsa King, because I'm saying I'm going to start watching Tulsa King on Paramount. Sylvester Stallone, her, does a great job. And then... First of all, what I really enjoyed was a random uh, uh, Sly Stallone <laughs> impersonation that you do, which yeah. is really good. You know, every once in a while. You know, damn while. good. I'll get, get you every really once get, in a while. need to get that out there more. <laughs> but then, while talking about Sylvester Stallone and his greatest accomplishment, which is Rocky, I found out you don't like Rocky? I don't. You didn't want. You don't even want your kids watching Rocky. I don't want my kids. Your wife is adamant that your kids need to watch Rocky, and you are protesting. She said, "Hey, we need to get the kids now that they're out of school and they got some time. Let's have them educate them, and we'll play Rocky." I was like, "The hell you will." Not up in my house. Not up in here. Bro, what are you talking about? Even if you root against Rocky, it's fun to watch Rocky get beat up by Apollo, yeah. get beat up by Mr. T. Yeah, pity the fool. If he yeah. dies, he pity. dies. Yeah, yes, Drago gets him. Come on, man. Nah, man. Oh, wait, wait, all right, Rambo. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you yeah, go he, Rambo. I, I mean, he's we'll, not anti-Slash the I'm he's not anti-Rocky. I'm anti-Rocky. Okay. That's crazy. It's fictitious, man. It's what? not real. You know he's the most famous boxer in the world. You know when they ask they ask people around the world who the most famous boxer is, they bring up Rocky. And Muhammad, Muhammad Ali is second. Yeah. I'm serious. That means people don't actually watch <laughs> boxing. <laughs> Monty, I think Monty feels the same way, actually. I've never heard Monty. You're a good man, Monty. I've heard Monty, what they call him, geriatric Monty? Ger- yeah, ger- <laughs> Jurassic, Jurassic Monty. Jurassic Monty. Sorry, I mean ger- Jurassic, not geriatric. <laughs> geriatric. Same thing. <laughs> Jurassic Monty. He, he doesn't like Rocky either because he's a film snob. Exactly. Because he's actually a filmmaker. So I'm a film snob, and I've made wow. films too. You don't like Rocky? No. Bro, that's... Hard, you ain't made no movies we Come can on, show on TV. <laughs> you hey, know man. it. 
That's I right. know what movies you I made. I was in a couple movies. There we go. I don't count those. Yeah. <laughs> we don't count those we movies. We don't count those. Kim Kardashian was in movies too, then. You want to <laughs> count that? And she's famous. <laughs> uh, all right. I found out something new about horror. I didn't want to know. Yeah, um, man. Tonight. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know that, man. I want you to be a Rocky fan, dude. Come on, man. Found out something about um, horror. What's didn't want to know. What's on tap for you tonight? Well, I'm not going to go home and watch Rocky. Obviously. You need to. <laughs> you need to go home and watch Rocky. I think tonight I'm going to try to go start Your Honor because oh, I've been wanting to watch that. It's good, man. It's deep. Yeah. You don't they, like it. They're, they're hour long, right? They're hour long, okay. but they go by fast. Okay. And they, and it starts, it's not a slow start. It starts right quick, okay. fast, so you'll be I think it. I've watched a couple of them, but, you know, during the time you start getting busy, yeah. you don't keep up with them. That's how I got caught up with everything last night. Yeah. No, you're going to yeah. love it. And I'm probably going to start Tulsa King tonight. Uh, Patrick, what's on tap for you? Yeah, I'll probably just watch basketball. That's you why know, we love happens. Patrick. He's right. watching basketball. Hooping it up, baby. Hooping it up, baby. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Remember the revolution when I be televised. We're talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We do mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other tomorrow, same time and place. Peace.